Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, Nick. Hi, Maddie. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good-ish. I'm fine. Good, good-ish. Yeah. I feel like... Still over to the bad bits. No, well, I feel like in the past um, two weeks there was Red, Taylor's version, and oh then my God, yes. Adele 30 on Friday. Stop it. So I'm like, every time I'm alone, I'm like reenacting like a super dramatic music video in my head. And Iconic. I'm like longingly looking out the window, waiting for my husband to come home from the war. Lol. So like, that's their fault. <laughs> Exclusively. Exclusively. <laughs> you know? The mental illness has nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with that. Um, well, I'm sure we'll talk about both of them later. Yeah. I'm sure you have so many opinions. So many. So many. So many. Um, how are you? it's been a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. How are you? Yeah. I mean, should we, like, talk about the bad part about my week? I'm happy to, but, like, it's also a lot. <laughs> Are you sure you want to? I'm, I'm, I'm I don't happy. think we, like, you don't owe the listeners Yeah. I, but I'm also happy to talk about it. But, like, okay, I had a really bad week. We'll just leave it. We can leave it at that. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I have two elephant in the rooms this week. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. My first one is me Baby being elephant. a shitty friend. Why? Because I we were meant to record at eleven AM. It's now two thirty. Okay. I don't feel like it's fair for you to take responsibility for that because I texted at nine thirty being like I can't do eleven. So Yeah, but then in that you texted that and then I was like, Okay, dope, I'll go on my phone. <laughs> so I went on my phone, but then I passed out and didn't wake Not up. in a dramatic way, just in a I'm going to sleep now way. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I passed out for like an hour and a half. Um, yeah. And then it was like 12.30. Yeah, I think it might have been longer than an hour and a half. I think it was a bit closer to three hours. It's not three hours. You would have texted me. I texted you at 9.30. You texted me at 10. Anyway, I had okay. cleaning to do. So then I woke up and I had to go for a shower and do some cleaning. And then I came over. So we got there eventually. We did. And he brought me McDonald's, so... More than made up for it. I know, but it's like the thing I hate most about myself <laughs> is how I think it's wishful thinking because I'm like, I can fit all of this stuff that I need to do into an hour. <laughs> and no, I can't, but I think I can. Iconic. And it's wishful thinking. And then I'm late and I piss everyone off and I piss me off. And that's not fun. You didn't piss me off, so don't no. worry. Wow, you sound like you're really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I used to always be on time slash early, but the, since I opened the business, I am late everywhere. Minimum 10 <laughs> minutes I'm late, sometimes half an hour, because I, I just get caught up doing work and I don't realise. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Mm. Next minute, time's flown by and I'm like, fuck. Are we in 2012 again? Did you just say next minute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god! I can't believe you haven't heard me say that. I say it all the time. It's terrible, and every time I say it, I'm like, "Wow, I don't really, think Maddie." You've actually said that since 2012, surely? No, I say it all the time. Wow! And I say it around really weird crowds too. It's like <laughs> people who are 50 plus, and it's like not only do they probably not understand the joke, it's also 10 years old anyway. So like, no, well, they'll either not know at all what you're talking about, or they'll be like, "Wow, that is so funny and so relevant. I remember that video." <laughs> yeah. It's true, it does usually get a few laughs, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, wig. And my other elephant in the room this week mm. is that uh, we've not, we didn't post last week. No. Um, that was also Nicholas's fault. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Was I don't remember. No, it wasn't your fault. That was actually my fault. I was really busy and we were oh, like. that's right. And we were both like, yeah, but I also can't really be bothered. So let's just not do it. Yeah. Well, what actually is, this is kind of funny because I've been thinking about it for like three days afterwards was on what? Sunday. Yeah. We were like, okay, we're not going to do it today. Let's just wait and see how it goes on Monday. Cause I had a really busy day and knew I wouldn't be ready until five or 6 PM. Mm. And we were like, okay, we'll play it by ear. We'll see how we go. And then neither of us texted each other. <laughs> Until like, like Wednesday. Yeah, it was like three <laughs> days later. And then we were just like, oh my God, isn't this article so funny? And that was it. It was never spoken of again. <laughs> I mean, I just assumed that if we didn't message it was because we didn't want to do it. Like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> and I think I literally, you didn't finish work till like 5 p.m. plus. Mm. And I was out at that point. Mm. So I was like, well, it's not going to work anyway. It's not going to work. Yeah. Both be tired. Exactly. No fun. But then that's not the elephant in the room. Oh. No. It's okay. just an element of the elephant in the room. Right. It's an okay. element of the element. <laughs> um, element. The real elephant in the room, based on top of that, is that I've literally not posted anything on Instagram in two weeks. Because <laughs> the first time it was a full week, and then we went to record the new one, and we didn't record it. Mm. And I was like, I should really post something. <laughs> And then it just kept going and I was like, well, at this point, it's too late. I need to have something to actually like post. Say. But then it just kept going and snowballing. And now I'm not posted in two weeks. Again, I feel like you can't take 100% of the responsibility for that because it's not like I do it. I don't even have the login for it anymore. Yes, you do. (laughs) No, I don't. Well, that's a lie. I do have the login, but I can't get in without you authenticating it. And that's just way too much effort. Um, No, but like it is, that's my responsibility. We know that. Um, but well, <laughs> I'm like, cause it's like, I have to get around to listening to the episode in full. Mm, mm. Like, cause when I edit it, I listen to most of it mm. probably, but in bits and pieces in yeah. non-chronological order. So I have to listen to it in order for the full thing and like take note of the timestamps when I think a good preview would be. Right. Right. Um, and I usually do that on a Friday cause I listen to it when I'm at work. Fair. And we post on a Wednesday, but then I just didn't get around to it, and then it was it just kept snowballing, and then we didn't record, so there was really... no new stuff to post, and then it just kept going and going. So my reasonable. remedy to the situation is: should we record a quick thirty-second video to post right now? Yeah. Okay. Can I also just say third elephant in the room is I have a frozen Coke with me, and I'm really sorry, but there's going to be me eating slash drinking noises throughout the whole podcast today, (laughs) and that's that. It's true, and if you were curious, which I know everyone listening was curious, (laughs) we did have a five-minute conversation before it started about the the prospect of... um, Do you drink or eat Exactly. frozen Coke? Do you crunch, crunch, or sip, sip? Yeah. And just, I think it was just a general 
Sorry. Rant against frozen <laughs> cokes. <laughs> I have a big ice log bike, okay? Let That's me live. That's true. It's anyway, okay, yeah. Well, 30 seconds of what? <clears throat> I don't know. We can say we're actually back in the studio recording an episode. Okay. Are you going to make a funny joke? Because, you know, that responsibility can't fall to me. Do you like this framing? <laughs> I do. It reminds me, have you seen those videos on TikTok of that guy who um, is the train hunter <laughs> and he has that really yes! funny, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 He is an train icon, hunter, he's a legend. Say. <laughs> he is the moment. He really is. <laughs> also train hunter. <laughs> I just like came up with site. a whole new profession. <laughs> a profession and a porn site. Exactly, perfect. Speaking of, yeah, I think I'm like ready to start getting into porn (laughs) (laughs) no i'm ready to start um writing our porn script oh my god wait out of context that sounds bad it does we really want to write a sitcom based in the production studio of a porn office yes as if we have ever been anywhere near one of those we haven't as if we've ever written a sitcom although well (laughs) i don't think that's our biggest hurdle Personally. See, I think the biggest hurdle will be writing like a workplace comedy without having like nudity and stuff. I think we can have nudity. I don't want nudity. Why? Because I feel like it's... I mean, I don't think we're talking like graphic sex scenes or anything, but I think we're talking like... No doy. Like... Really sexy lady in heels, completely naked, walks by and says, good morning. <laughs> like, part of the office wait, porn vibe. Wait, that would be iconic. Okay, wait. <laughs> if anyone listening to this eventually watches our show when it's eventually made in like a year, two years maybe. That's such a quick turnaround. <laughs> um, okay, get this. So we're in Australia. Okay. Assuming we have wait, the- six half episode, half episode, six half hour episodes of a sitcom. Okay. All the first five episodes. Okay. There's like no nudity. Okay. There's like the moaning of the sex and stuff and whatever, the but there's background. no nudity. Right. And then in the final episode, a sexy naked woman in heels just walks past the screen. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Iconic. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Wait, is this going to be like an office, the office vibe? Yeah. Okay, cool. I like feel like the office like. Yep. Perfect. Um, classic sitcom. I've been watching, rewatching the IT crowd. Mm. And I'm like, this is. Making me want to go and do that. Oh, I see. Because it's set in the um, IT office of a big company. Love it. Yeah. Um, great show. Mm. 11 out of 10 would wreck. Anyway, let's record that video that we were talking about 20 seconds oh, okay. ago. I don't know how to... Yeet. I don't... See, I'm not good at like... <laughs> That's fine. How do you even... <laughs> How about I? How about I get in a little more and make it a bit easier? I don't know what. Hi. <laughs> Big me energy to just start. Um, <laughs> we we're recording an episode live right now. We sure are live. Um, <clears throat> loosely, I'm using the term <laughs> the live loose loosely. Um, <laughs> and we just wanted to post a little video to say that we are alive. Yes, still um, still creating. We apologize for not something. posting in two weeks. Do we? On Instagram. Well. We only missed one episode of the pod, which is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it just means we have a lot to catch up on now. Yeah, exactly. Well, two two albums, Taylor and Adele. 
Two albums? Two albums. Two albums. Stunning. We're really good at marketing. I agree. Totally. I'm glad we're on the same boat. That wasn't at all chaotic and influenced by a sugar high from the frozen coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, do you want to talk about Red? Did you listen to any of Red Taylor's version? Obviously, I listened to it. All of it? Yeah. Well. It goes for two hours and ten minutes. When we say all of it. You mean all the new songs? No, I mean all of them but the new songs. <laughs> what? I don't have the patience or energy or time to be learning new songs. This is fair. So I just listened to all the ones that I already knew and I loved them. Yeah. it's. I think it's so fun. I, I thought the same about Fearless, but it's really fun um, kind of seeing, I guess hearing, her kind of revisit the country genre. It's true. Even if it's less so in red, but like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's interesting seeing her I do. as a full-fledged well, pop star kind of going back to that. I thought it was interesting because I felt like red was the first, I mean, 1989 was her first actual just pop album, mm-hmm. but red was the first time she really had those like... Pop songs? Yeah. Like, like we are never getting back together. Um, and most and of I the- know you were trouble. They had like really big bassy beats. So yeah. it's interesting. And then to hear also that. a lot of the ballads weren't country. They were just yeah. ballads. Yeah. But it was also the first to be like uh technically classified as pop. Love that. Mm. Love that. Definitely. Um But like obviously there's still country influences and stuff. But yeah. no, I, I I really I really, really love it. And it's it hits a lot harder when you're Does it? The ages she's talking about in yeah, the music. That's really fair. Does that make sense? It does. Because back 10 years ago, I was like 12, 13. Yeah. I yeah. was probably 13. I remember when Fuck. We Are Never Getting Back Together came out because it was the first single from the album. I remember when that came out too. I would not have thought that I was only, what am I now, 24, 13 or 14. Oh, I'm 23. I'm not 22. <laughs> 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 Time doesn't exist. Mood. I just really was feeling the 22 vibes, okay? <laughs> No, I'm 23, so I was 13, turning 14, and you were nearly 14. Yeah, I mean, if, did it come out this time that year? Yeah. Well, then, Almost yes. to the date. Well, then, yes. Um, Wig. Wig. I say it hits a lot harder now, and also just, like, knowing the context of a lot of the songs and stuff. Yeah, for also, sure. I mean, Jake, we are coming for you. <laughs> this is true. Um... I am shook that he hasn't even, like, posted great album or, <laughs> like, you know, self-aware. Yeah, I honestly don't think he spends that much time on the internet. I'm mm. not going to lie. I feel like he's one of those people that just lives in complete seclusion up until he has to do promo for a film and then he's yeah. like, okay, all right, yeah. I guess I'll come out into the wide world. Because he gives off, like, a really, like, manic energy mm. of the kind of person who spends a chronic amount of time alone. Yeah. <laughs> You're not so. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, wait. What are you? What was your favorite re-recorded song? Like, was there any song? I mean, that you think kind of changed your opinion on it, or you thought was elevated? I don't know if I would say elevated. I. I mean, obviously, the ten minute all too well was fucking incredible. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, from yeah. the original songs. Well, I see. I don't think that there was too many. The song that I noticed the biggest changes on, keeping in mind that there's probably three or four songs from the original album that I don't know very well at all, mm. um, 
was the last time the one with Gary Lightbody featured His voice on sounds it. drastically different. It does, but the the actual like melody of the guitar that they're playing in the background is completely different. It's a bit more um It had like a more not upbeat. Not upbeat's not the word I'm trying to think of, but it's similar like Yeah, yeah, it had like a <clears throat> They did a lot of variation on just, like, the chords that were in there originally. It was kind of like a more of, like, a twinkling type. Of, I don't know how to describe yeah. it because I don't play guitar. But <laughs> Dancing, dancing like, like women is starlight? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought that one, personally, I was like, wow, this is the one that's the most drastically different from the original. False. Well, what one do you think is the most drastically different? Girl at Home. See, I don't know that song. It went from a ballad to a pop 80s song. Iconic. Yeah. No, I don't even know the original. Oh, my God. So It's really good. I did say keep in mind. Don't look at me. Songs. You got a girl at home and everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Uh-uh. I'm at the point That's with really my sad. straw, my paper straw where it's falling apart. Rip to your straw. Okay. Now I'm just have to rip fold this. it in half and rip, oh, use it as a fork. Anyway. Um... <laughs> What was the other one you thought was pretty different? No, that was the one. Oh, you said there was two. Whatever. Did I? Um, I didn't. Know I thought two. the two most different were probably "Girl at Home," obviously, and then I think actually, yeah, the last time changed a fair amount, and I actually think um everything has changed also did. I think everything has changed. It's unpleasant to drink out of this straw. No. <laughs> Wait, I'll turn it upside down. Sorry, keep going. Uh, everything has changed with Ed Sheeran. I think also kind of, I don't know if it got faster or if the tempo was a bit more upbeat. Mm. Either way, it was one of them. And I, I enjoy both immensely. Um, I found it, I really, I forgot how many um, featuring artists she had on Red. Yeah. And when the new album came out and I looked over and they were still on it, I was like, that's so nice that they re-recorded with her. Yeah. That's like that's cute. It is. And then Sharon recorded an entirely new one too. Yeah, I saw I haven't listened to it. Oh, it's called Run. It's pretty good. Yeah. There was only one song because I I mean, obviously I just put the album on shuffle and then whenever what? one I didn't just know, I would just skip. You're you're a psychopath. <laughs> but there was one Who s- listens to an album? Me. In the in a complete Wrong order. I don't think I've ever in my entire life listened to an album the, artist the way through. The artist chooses the order yeah, I don't to care. tell a story. I can't tell what the story is, so I don't care. I'm an idiot. I think you're going to get sued by every singer ever. <laughs> Classic Madison. Classic Madison. Um, what's the one song that I actually liked? It was a new one. Okay, Nothing when I new. say actually liked, I mean... It caught me enough in the first two seconds for me to be like, okay, I'll listen to this through and add it to my playlist. Nothing new. I bet you think about me. No, the very first night. The very first night. Okay. It was a bit of a bop. Uh, is that the one that's more poppy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't. I, the only one I don't love from the new stuff is probably Babe. Promises, promises. <laughs> you know. That, that was really aggressive. <laughs> That's how it is. Um, anyway, no, back to my original thing of which songs changed. I think We Are Never Getting Back Together didn't change a huge amount, but the chorus, I think the we got a lot more um, high-pitched. Interesting. Listen to it, and I think you'll agree. I might agree. See, I thought there was a couple of songs on there. Yeah, that one, and I knew you were trouble. That, like, the original versions were super bassy. They were like... Mm-hmm. 
very electro, like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I feel like they did do again, keeping in mind, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I feel like they did keep that kind of vibe. But I also felt like it was a more, it sounded to me like it was from an actual bass guitar rather than like a, an, ele- an yeah. electronic yeah. bass line no, I agree. or whatever. It was, it sounded. It sounded like it was recorded in a home studio is what I feel like. The oh, the vibe of the album was recorded in a home <clears> studio. That's not to say it sounds unprofessional, but it, it sounds it's one like she relied less on like eating. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Like it was more just yeah. like a, a home vibe. She's like, I'm doing what I want in my own studio. I'm making it come together. I'm not gonna have all of these stupid producers doing what they think they need to do. See, I think most of the songs sounded identical with just more mature vocals. Mm. Um, but then I will agree that the like songs, the more pop songs with yeah. uh, more electronic music in it is like um, they do try to scale it back to more. Yeah, they did instrumental definitely. But um, I I think that it works for them, and mm. I think that um, I oh, knew totally. you were trouble. I was shooketh because you know when it does the scream. No, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Oh, yeah. I knew you. I didn't want to do that. But yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I think that's more tame in the Taylor's yeah, version. Interesting. Yeah, like it's not as right. Like deck you outside the face. I'm not gonna lie. I actually haven't really listened to those ones so much. I've definitely been leaning more towards the super sad ballady type of like. I've been vibing with treacherous. Even red. I've been vibing. Where I didn't really like. Not that treacherous I didn't like it me. on my on the original one, but I didn't listen to it that much. I love red. The lucky what? one. Yeah, I love it now. Loving him was blue like I've never <laughs> known. I don't actually know the words properly. Me either. I just guess them. Um, the lucky one. I fucking love that song. I loved the original. So I see the lucky one's one of the ones that I didn't originally really get into. Fair. But Treacherous, that kills me. Same. Um, uh, begin Again. Love that Begin Again, song. State of Grace. I almost do. I almost do is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's just some really fucking good ballads, hey? Mm-hmm. There really is. Wig. Wig. But um, if they're the ones, if you like the ballads and stuff, I, I you'll like pretty much every one of the new songs from the from the Vault songs. <sighs> Specifically, Nothing New featuring Phoebe Bridges is yeah. fucking phenomenal. It's so good. It's like Dory Goyen. I don't know. I'll and it's also a really interesting perspective a for a song because it's like, well, not perspective, but... um like plot narrative whatever it's basically like um me guessing would be the jake jill and whole relationship uh and it's like uh i you know as i grow from 19 to 22 which is the span of between albums whatever mm. uh will you grow tired and sick of me because i'm not anything new now like i'm interesting same old me yeah will i bore you and it's just, I don't know, it feels really um, deep. <laughs> and it's yeah. also just deep. very good. Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that uh, I Bet You Think About Me, featuring Chris Stapleton. I think it was interesting to feature Chris Stapleton. Because <laughs> he doesn't even have a verse or anything. He's just like backup vocals. <gasps> could have done without. Dixie Chicks all over again. Dixie Chicks all over again. <laughs> that was um, always so fucking funny to so me. Funny. Imagine getting the fucking Dixie Chicks and they don't even Literally. sing. It's iconic. So funny. Um, yeah, it's the same vibe as that. 
uh, and it's like a country ballad. But imagine, like, out of all of the new songs, I didn't think that that was one of the ones that she would pick for a music video. Mm. And she did. Directed by Blake Lively. Oh, that's right. I did see that there was a music... I haven't watched it. I, I only watched it yesterday. did see that there was a video. It's it's a solid music video. It's it? pretty. Oh. I'm not a fan of Miles Teller, though, so... Is he in, in it? it? Yeah. Me either. He's the one with the kind of, like... He gives off... Squished face. <laughs> and he gives Ooh. off... Really, like you know, Fish it's vibes. like it's like really thin. Whoop, yeah. And he gives off really like douche vibes. Yeah, like serial killer. Kinda, and, <laughs> but apparently, like from all accounts of um, celebrity stuff, he's actually a dick in real life. But, um, mm, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He was in the reboot of the Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, that was such a bad movie. And Divergent. That's right. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, um, so not a fan of Miles Teller, but the music video was still pretty good. Um, what was, I think that's pretty much it. I just, we can now talk about all too well, 10 minute version. Can we just talk about Taylor Swift's <laughs> TikTok account? It's really good, hey. Oh. <laughs> I think she like actually commits to doing like the TikTok trends and stuff. Really? See, I was going to say, it just gives me such a vibe of a 40 year old having no idea what's going on and just coming in. And really? but maybe that be, that might be the specific videos that I've seen because the ones I've seen is all just like her holding the phone up, like looking into the camera and it's like really awkward and it's like wild. What's going no, I only on see the funny ones. Oh, I don't see any funny ones. <laughs> Wild. Um, Maybe they are supposed to be funny and I'm just taking them too seriously. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll trade some TikToks after the show. Okay. Um, no, all too well, 10-minute version. Fucking phenomenal. So good. So good. I have so many. Oh, I was so, good. so against it because I was like, I'll feel bad if I'm not listening to the 10-minute version, but I don't want to listen to a 10-minute song. Right. But then it came out and I was like, oh. I'm very happy to listen to the 10-minute yeah, version. Yeah, I've listened, every time I get in the car, I put it on, even if my drive's only two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I can fit 10 minutes in a two-minute drive. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the song, I'm I'm just shook at the lyricism. Yeah, truly. Truly just a sh- like a uh, showcase yeah. of her lyrical genius. Yeah, for sure. Which the original one was as well, to yeah. be fair. Um, but this one just like... It's even harder. I, um, for some reason, I have no idea why, but I had it in my head that it was just going to be extra verses added on at the end. I didn't realize it was going to be actually like just extended versions, extended choruses. Um, so I was really shocked when it was and all, like. And all like sh- uh, shuffled around. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So I was really, really shocked when, <laughs> when the first verse came on and I was like, what? What's going on? This isn't right. And then she swears the second sentence into the new verse, which was a lot. (laughs) And it's the only swear word in it. Yeah, it's wild. And like... (sighs) I'm not going to lie. I also don't really understand why that lyric is even in there. Like, I'm vibing with it. Fuck the patriarchy. But like, why? Well, it's a fuck the patriarchy keychain. Oh, that makes way more sense. The guy has a fuck the patriarchy keychain. Oh. To show that he's a... (laughs) Cool kid. Feminist. <laughs> cool kid. Um, remembering this came out in 2012, which was the height of the hipster. Yeah. Hipsters uh, renaissance, renaissance hipster. um, oh. which I think it was probably, you know, quote unquote cool to be like, fuck the patriarchy back then. 
It's still cool to fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, but now it's like the norm. <laughs> yeah. Now everyone's like, yes, fuck the patriarchy, obviously. <laughs> but back then I was like, huh, I'm different. <laughs> you know? I do know. So, yeah, I that I just don't think that it... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I actually feel like that verse is the one that doesn't fit in as seamlessly. Like, I think just because there's a bit of a change with the background music and the, the actual melody of the sentences that she's singing, whenever it comes on, I'm always like, whiplash. <laughs> I get really confused for a second. Whereas all of the rest of them, I feel like, fit in perfectly. Interesting. I think that one does fit in. It's just the fuck is so jarring. Considering yeah. it's the only one in the 10-minute, yeah. like a 10-minute song. Yeah. It's kind of wild. That's um, true. The last verse, I think, is my favourite. Like the extra bridge that she added in at the end. Stonosha. Is yeah. your favourite lyric from that? What? What's your favorite lyric from the ten minute version? Um. Okay. Everyone's favorite is he kept me like like a secret and I kept him like an oath. Interesting. I definitely would have thought from the TikTok reactions that it would have been. I'm not really good at telling jokes, but the punchline is I'll get older, but your lovers stay the same age or yeah, something. Well, however it goes. Yeah. But your lovers stay my age. Yeah, that's my favorite line. Interesting. What's yours? I don't know if I have a – I have to think about on it more. The one that I really like, and I think it's it's not because of the actual words, but it's how she sings them is um, – um, how does it go? Is it meant to be how you – The glistening snow and the – fuck. No, hold on. Oh, I thought you were going to say the one where it's uh, her 21st birthday and she's waiting for him to come through the door and her no. dad's like, darling, it's supposed to be fun turning 21. Mm-hmm. It's very dramatic, which we stand. Stop, we're going to get sued. You can just cut it out. Um, (laughs) I mean, three. Oh my God, you kept going for like another 10 seconds. I didn't mean to. I was trying not to. (laughs) such a rebel. Um, No, I really like that. And that's transcendent. how it glistened as it fell bit. And then when she goes really down. Yeah, it's transcendent. uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Does vibe. it not make you like? Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. I just like it because it's on full volume in your car alone. Yeah, that would give me chills, and I would be like, Oh, oh for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, definitely. I, but I think just because it's that line and the other line that goes up. What is that? Um, <laughs> the crumbled piece of paper lying here. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like those two moments just like really break the tension of the song because the rest of it stays quite flat interesting um so like that moment when she goes really high and the moment when she goes really low was just like this is so exciting <laughs> interesting yeah. i think the only flat for me the only flat part of the song is the outro uh mm. not the actual outro but the fact that there's 20 seconds so of like almost silence yeah on the end that's really fair Same. um i don't think it needed that 20 seconds of silence no it's really true but apart from that the outro is beautiful mm. um okay you need to watch in a king move, iconic move, she was on SNL over the weekend. Okay. And the musical guests are meant to get two five-minute slots to perform two songs. Oh, that's right. She did the ten minutes. She did she? A, the ten-minute version. Iconic. She put it in one slot. And it was fucking phenomenal. Was it? Like, watching it, it's, like, engrossing. Yeah. You don't get bored at all. Well, you don't get bored through the song, yeah, really. which is crazy. Which is crazy. I was listening to one of the Adele songs before. This is my, like, I haven't really listened to the album. 
fully yet. I've just been kind of whenever I'm not listening to Taylor Swift, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll put one of the new songs on. And there's one of the songs on there. I think it's My Little Love. Yeah. Which goes for six or seven minutes. And I got about three minutes in. I was like, is it almost over yet? <laughs> which is not to say that it's not a good song. It's, I think it's just I don't understand the emotion behind it because obviously I don't want children, don't like children, don't have children. So I was like, <laughs> I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah, so yeah. it's boring. You That's know? one of my least favorite ones on the album too. Yeah. If that don't make you feel any better. But um, okay, then the short film, beautifully shot. Love it. Yeah. That Everyone was a great. lot. Can I just just want to quickly interject here and say I shooky that Sadie Sink is 19. Right? I thought she was like 12. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put her at 14 for sure. I know. And literally when it, she announced that they were, him and her were going to be the cast, yeah. I was like, mm, that's a bit inappropriate making it a 30-year-old man girl with a 16-year-old. Right. No, she's 19. Yeah, that's whack. Which, again, iconic move. To cast people the exact ages that she was. Truly. Yellen Hall. How long did they date for? Three months. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but it was her first real love. Yeah. No. I mean, for sure. It's just the way that, like... It's so dramatic. The songs are written about him and... It's like, yeah, three years, not three months. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that Swifties talk about it too. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, wow! He must have like cheated on her after a four-year relationship. Yeah. It's like, no, none of that happened. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Although, have, sorry, have you seen the theories that all too well is actually just about gaslighting? Interesting, because she's constantly repeating, "I was there. I remember it all too well." And it's like he keeps telling her, "No, that's not what happened. This is how it happened. You're wrong. You're wrong." And she's like, "No, I was there. I remember it." Perfectly. Yeah. I feel like that's not what it's about, but I think that feeling is encapsulated in it because I, I feel like from watching the yeah. short video as well, that fight scene in the middle, which by the way was fucking phenomenal. It was so good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just for like from the way their conversations were happening and she was being like, these are my feelings. This is what happened. And he's like, you're making such a big deal out of this. That didn't happen. Blah, blah, blah. I yeah. feel like that's, I feel like I would say just from the feeling of the song and that that was probably a hallmark of the relationship yeah that she's talking about whether that's with jake or not <laughs> but um yeah interesting yeah um yeah i don't know tales with red hair 11 out of 10 truly Iconic. truly i didn't press start play on the timer <laughs> that's okay we've talked about tales for half an hour as we should perfect <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly though if you're not like into us talking about Taylor Swift for half an hour ago and actually yeah, listen to the album. Oh, I was going to say, what are you here for? So you don't like it. <laughs> this is like the seventh time we've talked about this Taylor Swift for half an well, hour. Because she's released like seven albums in the past year. And she's an iconic bitch. She is an iconic bitch. Um, yeah, we stand. Nice out on that. It's just impossible to drink. <laughs> <laughs> she's still talking about her Yeah, statue. sorry. I still want to drink it. Crazy lady. Yeah. Um... I have a theory that she's going to drop 1989 Taylor's version like a couple days before Christmas out of nowhere. Interesting. I would love that for her. I was really hoping she was actually going to do it almost a simultaneous an almost simultaneous release because she released Wildest Dreams earlier in the year. I was like, mm. maybe she's going to well, do it on the same day. Oh, on the same day. <laughs> or see, I think within a, week a, a month is like yeah, a lot. That is a lot. Considering the absolute press tour she went on for Red. Yeah, that's true. She was Amount doing press promo. all week. Yeah. Which she didn't done. do fearless. 
<laughs> I mean, everyone loved Fearless because of love story and stuff, but I feel like it wasn't. I, yeah, I also don't think that there was a um a a draw card like the all too well ten minute version. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I I, I also think it's one of the reasons why she has skipped her first <clears throat> album is because it's like. Only the hardcore fans will know it. Right. You know, it's not something that's going to be breaking records like Red has. Well, there's a theory that she's not even going to record a lot of 1989 and stuff and most of the other albums because the theory is that um, the goal isn't to re-record everything to own it. It's that she's trying to re-record all of the music that is licensed the most. Right. To lower the value of the original recordings. Yeah. Enough that they'll say, okay, finally, yes, you can buy your own masters. Yeah, interesting. That would, and that's why when Wildest Dreams went viral on TikTok, yeah. she released that because that yeah. lowest value of the original, obviously. Yeah, that actually does make complete sense. Um, it would also 100% explain why, A, there's so much hype about each album release that she's been doing, mm. um, and B, why she's taking so long to release each one. Yeah. Because if it was just about owning them all, you'd think it'd be like, a, okay, dropping them all. Yeah. This month, yeah. listen to these instead. Yeah. But it, instead, it's it's been very much a build-up and yeah. people are like, okay, okay, this is a thing, this is happening, Red is coming, stop listening to the old album, everyone, we've got to listen to the new one. Exactly. And I think the um, she announced Red Taylor's version in like April. Yeah, like it's been like a long time it's been coming. been a long build-up and there was no, she didn't release any song from it. Yeah, which was wild. Which was wild. Yeah. I I uh, I think that she, if she was going to release another one next, it would probably have to be Reputation on 1989. I don't think she can do Reputation yet. Until a few more years pass. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's... Oh, it might be 2022, actually, or 2023, which is closer than I thought it was. <laughs> I remember when it first came out that she was saying that she was going to record her Masters, which is probably a year ago. Yeah. Or so. Um. Um, yeah, I remember reading that she couldn't do that yet. She couldn't do Reputation yet and it would be a couple of years, but a couple of years would be right. next year now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, I think 1989 should be fine to re-record. I just really want 1989 Taylor's version. Yeah, no, 1989 is. It's only Reputation. And um, I'd be really interested to see in retrospect what she changes. For which songs she adjusts. Yeah. 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 Because, like, it's so universally acclaimed, it's like, would she even change anything? Exactly. I I think that's why she must be going to do 1989. I See, I would have thought that that would be, if she's not, because she's not releasing them in order, mm. I would have thought that you'd go 1989 first because it is... The most listened to. It's the most listened to constantly. Like, yeah. But she, um, licensing-wise, I don't think it's the most licensed. Like, it has the most licensable songs on it. I think the most licensed yeah, songs that's fair. are from Red and Fearless because Fearless is Love Story. Yeah. You Belong With Me, all the stuff that's in every movie and show. Yeah, and the same Similar with... Similar with Red. Yeah. Yep. A lot of ballads that are in movies and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, of course, 1989 has so many um, songs on it that I feel like advertises license. Yeah, I feel like I've seen Welcome to New York a lot in movies. Yeah, too. <laughs> and I also, mm, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's hard to say because people, they make, they also make money from people streaming yeah, but the stuff. Much. But like, if you're thinking about how much 1989 would how be How many people streamed, listen to it, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you'd probably be thinking that she wants them to stop 
be stopping making money from them, even if it is not that much, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That's my vibe anyway. Well, she still gets money from those. Oh, does she? That's good. Yeah. Um, it's. I think that it's literally about sense. ownership. Yeah. And not having to get permission when she wants to perform one live and all that. That's crazy. Mm. So, yeah, it's all it's all a bit wild. It is a bit wild. Let's move on to Adele. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you didn't listen to the whole thing? No. Well, I put it on shuffle. I just, just go shuffle. Fuck it up. And then I listen to some and then I get out of the car because I don't drive anywhere these days, which is the only time pretty much that I listen to music. I love it as yeah. an album. I think it's fantastic. I think it changes up her uh, repertoire enough. Yeah. But not too drastically. From what I've heard, it's been different. It has... Probably half the songs have quite evident uh, R&B or hip-hop vibes. Love that. Uh, influences, perhaps. Um, and I literally, she uh, said in an interview, Adele said in an interview, that um, Chance the Rapper and Drake's albums both influenced this album quite a lot. Interesting. Uh, I think, though, with Chance the Rapper, it was mostly about using voice recordings. Yeah, as, yeah. As, like, bridges and shit. Yeah. Um, which, you know, whatever. Go go off yeah <laughs> but there's actually quite a few upbeat songs on this album okay i was looking for some upbeat songs the other day because i listened to oh my god which was quite upbeat and i was like i am vibing with this this song is sick and then i was like give me the other upbeat ones and i only listened to the first 30 seconds of them and i was like well that's the thing a lot of the thing. songs after the first 30 <laughs> 45 seconds turn into yeah, upbeat pop whack. songs okay like i would say cry your heart out okay I would say, oh my god! Yeah, uh, I would say, sick. can I get it? Which is fucking iconic. <laughs> I think there's literally a line in "Can I get it?" That's like, "Can I come? <laughs> can you let me come?" <laughs> yes, Adele, queen. <laughs> let me, let me just come. Pause and get it. That's so, so it's literally about funny. sex. Because on another one of the songs, she's like. The sex was great in our relationship. I don't know why we weren't on the same vibe emotionally. Yeah. So this album's all about being sad and horny. <laughs> she wrote this album for me. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> um, I drank wine. I was expecting to be super upbeat. Yeah. And it's like up and down. Right. It's not consistently upbeat or anything, but it, just, it has its moments. All Night Parking is pretty upbeat because it's about... Sex. <laughs> All night long. Iconic. You know? This is giving me Ariana Grande positions vibes. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, see, I was I would have said more um, thank you next vibes. Horny and sad. Interesting. Yeah, I guess positions was just horny. Positions was just horny. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I would say, yeah, the whole middle of the album is pretty upbeat. Cool. And that kind of, the beginning and ends kind of, oh, the beginning... Actually, you know what song's phenomenal? Strangers by Nature. <clears throat> Blew my fucking mind. I've listened to, I think I've only listened to it completely once. And then I was, I listened to the first few seconds of it. Mm. And I remember really liking it when I listened to it all the way through. It and then I listened to the first few seconds and I was like, yeah, no, I'm keen for this song. I need to go back and. It's big. Um, Once Upon a Dream, original Once Upon a Dream from Snow White vibes. Love that. Like old school drama. Love that. 50s music drama um and i am obsessed with it and all it makes me want is adele to do the music for the upcoming 
live action Snow White. Wait, can we just talk about that for a second? Because I didn't know this was happening until I saw um, Gal Gadot post. Gadot. Yeah. yeah. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal me. Um, yeah. Post a thing on Instagram, which was like um, art. Like. Um, Imitates life? No, no. It was. Art pop by Lady Gaga? No. Fuck. Shh, shh. Let me speak. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, like her fans had drawn art of her Fan art. as yeah fuck exactly of her as so the evil that, queen. It, it have really absolutely did. nothing to do with me guessing. No. Um, yeah, she's That's the evil it. queen, and everyone's like, mm, <laughs> if last year was an indication, we're not sure that you can sing. <laughs> yeah, Hashtag. Really imagine. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she doesn't need to. Should that I just get someone who has a vaguely similar voice to that's what they did for um Zach Efron in high school musical. No, they didn't. For the first one. No, they didn't. She did. No. <laughs> they got Drew Seely <laughs> to sing the songs and Zach Efron to sing the songs. Sings the songs. Um I'm German now. Sings the songs. Um and then they meshed them together. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's what they can do for her. Yeah, fair. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, um, I'm actually relatively excited for the Snow White live action as long as it goes for like 70 minutes. That's so fair. Because there's not a lot of story to Snow White and the original was only like 70 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Right? I don't know, but. But anyway, back to my original point, I think Strangers by Nature would fit so seamlessly into Snow White, <laughs> the original and I would be so pumped if she did some more songs for um, the live action. That would be good. Yeah, I think I'm correct. I, yeah. You also think I'm correct. Sure. Yeah. I have no opinion on the matter either way. <laughs> Except that I'm correct. Anyway. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so I think 30 is a great album. Yeah. I, yeah. From what I've heard, I agree. I don't know if it needed to be called 30. Yeah, I thought she was moving away from that, so I was really surprised when she announced that it was going to be called 30. Yeah, she should have called it, like, To Be Loved or something. Mm, that's so specific. <laughs> yeah, one of the songs is called To Be Loved. Oh, there you go. And it's her most personal one. She's said in, she said in an interview that she's never record, uh, She's never going to sing To Be Loved live because mm. she knows that she won't make it through. Oh, that's sad Yeah, for her. I... Yeah, no, I don't have anything to add, to be honest. I haven't listened you to it listen enough. You listen to it in full, in order. No. Fucking psycho. <laughs> it's rude. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've watched so much in the last couple of weeks. But uh, also maybe nothing. Well, we're at 45 minutes, so I if know. you want to talk about it, you just got to list them and we're not going to discuss any of them. Red Notice. We watched both of us Red Notice. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Maddie, not so much. Well, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I guess I was expecting something different, and so I was surprised with what we got. Interesting. But it was good. I thought it was dumb. Retrospectively. It was dumb. And enjoyment. I didn't think it was going to be dumb, which is why. Oh. Like, I thought it was going to be dumb, but like Marvel movie dumb, not. Oh. Dumb, dumb. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it was dumb, dumb. It really was. And I loved it. It was like light and yeah. silly and actiony and Yeah. The actors all had chemistry. They did. I 
I will say I really wanted it to be gay. Like I was really, I was so hoping they were going to go there with Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson. And then the plot, I'm spoiler alert, but. It's like 30 different plot twists, quote unquote plot twists. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that, okay, again, spoiler, I'm really sorry, but I need to discuss this. The fact that Dwayne Johnson and Gal were like. In cahoots the whole time. Yeah. As a couple. As a couple, yeah. It's like, okay, they can be in cahoots, but yeah, why couldn't he have fallen in love with Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> They've both probably got in their contracts, no gay kisses. Uh, that's that's what we were leaning for. That it was The vibe was there, and they were making all the gay jokes, and I was like... It's true. We're doing it. It's going to happen. I'm really going to see these two manly men kiss on screen, and then they didn't. And, uh, maybe in Red Notice 2, there'll be a polyamory relationship i that would be the only thing that could make up for <laughs> how wrong they did us all in the yeah. first movie <laughs> yeah, well let's write the sequel i'm in <laughs> i'm in we'll set it in a porn studio exactly two birds one stone <laughs> exactly. um <laughs> have you watched a lot of us in the last two weeks or no have i what have you watched a lot of uh, other things in the last two weeks because you've been busy i finished off re-watching the harry potter series I didn't know you started. Oh, I started rewatching the Harry Potter series and I finished that off in the past two weeks. Has your favourite one of them changed? No. What was originally your favourite? I really like Half-Blood Prince, but I think that's because... Yeah, I know I love Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, I really like it too. Although I've been reading online that a lot of people did not like it, which is funny. But I think the reason, again, I haven't read the books, so that <laughs> makes it easier. I think the only reason people didn't like it is because they there's a lot of fans who adore like Stan Snape. Oh. So I don't think they liked the book either. Whack. Right. Well, it was like changing yeah. his character so much. Yeah. Except that it didn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think the reason I liked it so much is because it had a much more of an interesting focus on Draco and mm. it had that interesting kind of like he's doing this thing and he's taking the dark mark, but does he want to? Yeah. He's, he's actually, happening. Tom Felton did a fucking great job in that movie. He did such a good job. And then I, when I was actually just rewatching it, I was like, oh, he wasn't in this movie as much as I thought he yeah. was, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But yeah, anyway, so I watched that. And then obviously, last night, we watched... <gasps> we didn't even talk about that. That's after right. We Fell. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we, we, we re-watched After We Collided. Yeah, we did. The second in the After trilogy because chelsea had not seen it but we also have only seen it once in cinema so we were like okay let's refresh and it was as great as i remember it was it was good (laughs) it was so dumb and so great it was i think i'm not gonna lie i think my memory of it now is a bit tainted by the third one because we watched them like back to back well okay yeah so now it just feels like one the second movie boring movie (laughs) the second movie felt like they intentionally made it a bit more light-hearted yeah because they knew it was stupid. And then the third one, for some unknown reason... Reverted back. Reverted back to serious first movie. It was so fucking boring. Not only serious first movie, but they also genuinely... It felt like they thought they were saying something. And it's like, boys and girls, there's not even a semblance of a plot in this movie. I was going to say, how did you get that vibe? There was nothing that they said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I. They, it's, it's... They... Hmm. I just... We went in. I, maybe our hopes are too high. We went in expecting it to be so dumb and stupid that it was enjoyable, like the second movie. It was not. It was boring. It was so boring. Yeah. And it was only ninety minutes long. It was so boring. Like genuinely, Nothing ten happens. minutes in, I was like, "Let's like speed this up a little bit." Yeah, they introduced so many plot points that just 
not plot points, but um, elements that don't <laughs> plot have, points. I just stop. <laughs> yeah, like the waiter. Nick like, said, what? "Yeah," and the dad. Nick said they all just feel like super long TV episodes, and that mm. is one hundred percent accurate. Like that's that's so true. Yeah, and they're just, ugh. yeah, like the dad. Okay, so at the end of the second movie, Wait, pause. <laughs> yeah, for context, they because of COVID. Went and filmed movies three and four in fucking Bolivia or Romania mm. or some shit where COVID restrictions weren't really a thing. Mm. Uh, and because of that, they had to recast pretty much everyone except Harden, Tessa, and Harden's mum. Hilarious. Like, Was literally the dad everyone the same else. person? No. Oh, he looked the same. Oh, wait. the Tessa's dad. I'm actually not sure. Tessa's yeah. dad might have been, which was another plot point that had no payoff. That's what I was going to say. Tessa's dad at the end of the second movie came in and it was super dramatic. Dad? Yeah. And then at the beginning of the third movie, he was there living with them for 10 minutes. And then he was like, okay, I'm just going to go. And then they went on vacation and it was fine. Nothing. And that was it. Didn't revisit him until he had like a drug overdose. Yeah. Well, he came into the house and Tessa wasn't even there for that. It was just hard. And he came into the house. He broke in because he was really drunk. And then Harden gave him his watch and then the dad left it again. Yeah. It. That was it. That was it. Not mentioned ever again. Two scenes. Harden didn't bring it up with Tessa. Yeah. It wasn't even a point of an argument or contention between no. them. It just literally went nowhere. Gone. Fucking dumb. Fucking um, dumb. <laughs> there were so many fucking elements to it that just made yeah. zero sense. They recast everyone, sense. which was even more jarring. And it was like, <laughs> are we meant to be following funny. a plot between these movies? <laughs> Every time a new character came on screen. A character came on screen from the last movie. I was like, recast! Recast! <laughs> it was very fun guessing. <laughs> but no. Okay, so spoiler alert. End of the third movie. End of the most boring movie I've ever seen. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think this can be a spoiler because nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, it's quote unquote revealed that Vance, Tessa's boss, is actually Harden Scott's father. <laughs> yeah. Because he walks in, walks in on his mum and... Harden walks in on Harden Vance walks in and- on him and Vance... Him. Harden walks in <laughs> on his mother and Christian Vance. Vance fucking. Yeah, the day before his mum starts to get married to, to someone, someone else. else. <laughs> Iconic. Um, well, the funniest thing about that scene and that sequence was Harden had a complete mental breakdown. Yeah. He was like, I'm so betrayed. Yeah. Like, what? This has nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's, it's not like yeah. the man that she's marrying is the one who, like, your mum's not being cheated on. She is the cheater. Like, yeah. what? What? <laughs> yeah. And, um, ugh, I, and then there's another 20 minutes. Mm. Like, it's hinted at that it's his father. Yeah. And then there's another 20 minutes of nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, this is, bless his heart. He's not a good actor, Harden Scott. <laughs> but bless his heart. Um, really? I mean, it's also bad writing, so maybe it's just that. It's but not. He's meant to have this big scene where he's sitting down with his biological father and the, the, he's like it's Harden I can't say it and Harden's like what can't you say what is it that's and then such over an like, accurate portrayal over like a two minute period he has this really slow realisation that it's his father <laughs> in like real time <laughs> that's accurate but it's, he's like he's not exactly the smartest tool in the shed sharpest but uh, it takes him a full full 20 seconds at least to be like oh you're my dad. Yeah. And the way that the scene it's cutting played between, out. Yeah. yeah. Was it cut between um, them find, him Tessa finding, out, Tessa finding out. out 
yes. from Vance's fiance, who he's cheated on the night before. Yeah. And it's like this was not an effective way to tell this story because I don't want to see Tessa's reaction yeah. to the first – like the first time we hear it said out loud is the fiance saying it to Tessa. And then yeah. it's like, but I probably wanted Harden's reaction to first. this first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if they kept, did keep – anyway. Yeah. Bad, bad plot, bad structure, no plot, no structure. Um, <laughs> so many like times they had sex in Five-minute scenes of them having sex, yeah. But that was the other thing, is that we realised that um, the second and third movies... So many sex scenes. Probably a third of the runtime is sex scenes. Yeah. but the se- And that's fine and good. But the sex scenes have no relevant. The sex has no relevant to their relationship. Not only that, they're just really boring to watch. It's the same yeah. thing over and over and over again. We kind of compared it to like in Fifty Shades of Grey, the amount of sex scenes made sense because sex was such a huge part of the relationship. Yeah, because um, of the whole kink. Because element. of the whole kink element. Yeah. In this, they're just having regular sex. Yeah, has nothing to do with literally anything that's going on. They just keep having sex. It's really vanilla. Really, I was gonna, yeah, but I was gonna say it in opportune times. <laughs> yeah, in houses with their families present. Yeah, like, could walk in any moment. Yeah, it's scary. It's it's um, it's it was yeah, just really like boring sex scenes for no reason and no nudity. It's it, like it it very much was porn with no plot, like that, like like a fake porn with no plot. That's that's what it that's yeah. what it was. It was pretty much. And it's like they've tried to put the barest hint of a plot in yeah. to justify how much porn there is, but mm. they didn't. And this is <laughs> books and movies are different mediums. Yeah. Or fan fictions and movies are different mediums. Well, fan fictions and books even are yeah. different, you know? But like having so many sex scenes, so many short sex scenes just scattered throughout for no reason to the plot and no reason to the characters yeah. is like, why? In a book, it makes Why? sense. Yeah, it does. Because that's what you're there for. You're reading yeah. an erotic romantic drama. Yeah, exactly. In a movie with no nudity, there's no eroticism to it. <laughs> no, exactly. And I think, again, because we watched the two movies back to back, it genuinely felt like there were so many sex scenes. Yeah. I think like when we were watching the second movie, it was like, okay, there's a few sex scenes in here, but that's kind of hot. All right, whatever. But by the time mm. you go to the third movie, it's like... Another one? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and also, one of them, they have sex in a hot tub. Mm. And he uses a condom. Yeah, there's so many questions. And so many questions. One, wouldn't she get an infection? Definitely. It's like a thing. You're not supposed to have sex, like, in underground. One of the most... So, underground. Oh, underwater. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah, because, um, yeah. well, I mean, there's a the hygiene issue. But also, there it actually washes away... The, the pH thing. stuff. Well, balance. that too. But the actual, like, uh, the natural lubricant of a oh, woman, yeah, it sense. washes that away. So it actually can make it more painful. Yeah. But then also the act of actually having the water pushed up your badge is really not good because that Aggressive. can mess with your pH level. Yeah, and give okay, you a UTI. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't know that it's a great idea to use a condom in a That too. That, I'm not really sure that that... Melt. Yeah, and also he put it on underwater, and it's like, surely the condom's full of water now? <laughs> and surely it didn't suction properly. Right, yeah. TMI. Um, <laughs> no, anyway, there was a lot of Not weird. including that, there was also a plot point where she might not be able to have children. Yeah, that was so weird. Okay, they started about halfway through the movie, they started dropping these hints, like, 
Well, they had unprotected sex without discussing it first, and then yeah. they discussed it afterwards. Yeah, and she was like, okay, I'll go get the morning after pill, and I'm going to go yeah. on the contraceptive mm-hmm. pill now. And he was like, okay, cool. And then we saw her, we saw them go to the chemist and get the morning after pill. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we've really harped on this point now. And then and- 45 minutes later, she yeah. goes to the gynecologist. Yeah. And she's in like a hospital gown and literally all we see is her. It's just a routine check. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to give you this prescription, but my concern is you might not need it. Literally, and I was gagged. We were like, she's already That's pregnant. That's what they've been hinting at. Well, it's so on. Un- I thought my head, I'm like, this doctor is, this gynecologist is so unethical <laughs> yeah. to have this patient in front of you and be like, so just to be quirky, like, I don't think you're going to be able to have kids, but like, I don't actually know that. And we have to do tests. Yeah. That, uh, that, that did and it's like, you can't happen. say that. You say, Hey, I, I, I've just seen some abnormalities. I would love yeah. to do some tests to see if, just to check everything's cool. Yeah. And then you would tell them about the maybe never having kids thing. It's really that. What? Is, as someone who has been to several mm. uh, appointments, I'm sure you have too, but specifically mm. relating to fertility and yeah. all that type of stuff, that's definitely not how right. it happens. <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, sorry, you have, you're going to die in six months. <laughs> yeah. But we do have to do some tests just to check. But let me just quickly do a biopsy to I'm make just sure guessing. it's actually cancer. Yeah, yes. I looked at WebMD and I'm kind of, I'm like 50-50, you know? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Well, I think it was also quite a shock because it seemed like where they she were actually going with the plot was that she was pregnant, yeah. which is a classic storyline for a romance, particularly yeah. a YA one. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't. And then it turned out she might be infertile. Which and I guess just uh, yeah. a whiplash in The so implication many. is that it's going to be – she never – and once she finds out, there's yeah. another half hour of the movie, she never tells Harden. She just forgets <laughs> about it. It's she just gone. There's no indication that she has uh, mixed feelings about this. No, not at all. There's Like, she doesn't even cry about it. No. It's like literally it cuts away from the doctor's office and, and that's mentioned. it. <laughs> the movie does end with to be continued. So you have to assume that all of these plot points are going to come back in the second half. But it's like, guys, you don't watch a one and a half hour movie just to be setting up plot points For the so we can one. watch a second movie. Like, that's yeah. not how movies work. <laughs> yeah. Then they've got to be, they can be connected storylines, but they've got to, there's got to be some type of yeah plot in the first movie. Yeah. And there wasn't. So, yeah, it was okay. a shit movie. It was shit. And the next one's directed by the same person, so I can't imagine it's going to be any more entertaining. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a fourth one called After Ever Happy. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that's what it was called. (laughs) So fucking stupid. After Ever Happy. And then they're developing a fifth movie, which is a prequel about... Child Harden Scott. No one's going to watch that. No one's going to watch that. Particularly because the entire point of it is he's got this trauma, which is that he walked in on his mum being... Assaulted. Assaulted. And that's, like, super traumatic. Mm. Like, totally. But the way that the movie has consistently framed it is that it's like, oh, my God, a woman went through a really traumatic event and that's yeah, yeah tortured the man it's like that's not yeah that's i don't let's move on from that Ugh, anyway yeah, let's anyway. stop talking about it it's true it's true okay um, we, i think we actually have to wrap up we do we do um i mean yeah everything else i wanted to talk about was just stuff that i've watched really mm. um anything interesting i started the wheel of time the new fantasy prime series oh yeah quite good very okay. entertaining very fast paced love that love a fast paced um 
I've rewatched this Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy in preparation for my way home. <laughs> definitely they're going to be in it. After this last oh, trailer. Yes, obviously. They're definitely going to be in you it. Can, in the, in the, the most recent trailer, there's a shot at the end of it in the Brazilian version or whatever where the lizard's punched by something invisible. Iconic. And it's like, well, clearly they added it out. Yeah. One of the Spider-Man. <laughs> what? Also, all the leaks all match up, and yes, so they're definitely in it. Go rewatch yeah. the Toby and Andrew movies. I, I actually, actually did rewatch the Andrew the first one. I couldn't find the second oh, really? one. Um, I watched that maybe one or two weeks ago with Kenzie. It was really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed the Andrew. I ones. really liked him too. The second one's definitely not as good, but I think the ending I really like. Do you? Not how, that where she do you dies. watch the second one? Yeah, that was fucked up. That's really sad, but I like what it means for the character. Yeah, I totally agree. I really liked how they had that whole. Um, I feel like it was a really accurate representation of like what happens afterwards when he went through quite a depressive episode for several months and then it, and then he was kind of like spurned, spurred back into action. Spermed. Spermed. Yeah. (laughs) It was, it was, I, I, it was interesting. Yeah. Different, very different, particularly for. And apparently the T, T is. You know at the end of the most recent No Way Home trailer when MJ's falling? Yeah, that's supposed to be Andrew. It's supposed to be Andrew saving her. Right. And I it's hope like that's... redemption because earlier in the film, Andrew tells Tom, you know, this life isn't the best. I lost the love of my life because I couldn't save her. Sad. So just be careful. And apparently like MJ and Ned both die. Oh, not MJ. Aunt May and Ned are both meant to die. <gasps> no. Yeah. It's the rumour. Oh, God. I'm going to have to emotionally prepare myself for this. But I thought it was just going to be, like, The fun. same as the first two, where it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is meant to set up. Because in the comics, I guess, Spider-Man's... A majority of the Spider-Man narrative is him grappling with his great powers, have great responsibility, yeah. feeling the uh, pressure to be a hero, and dealing with the sacrifices that that Yeah, because he's also one of the youngest, right? Yeah, and, like... Um, in the comics, a lot of it is he's driven by the fact that so many of his loved ones were killed by these things and were killed because yeah. they're close relation to him being Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and I guess because we never had, like, Uncle Ben Yeah. in these ones. No, we didn't. That was just all backstory that we didn't yeah. get told, but we all obviously know is the case. Yeah, and apparently, because um, there was no Uncle Ben, they're going to kill off Ned and uh, Aunt May him to have that um oh god because you know how superheroes need to have that intense trauma to be able to be but he's already had the intense trauma because he doesn't have his parents and lost tony and he lost tony and he lost ben even if we didn't see three of those four yeah so that's meant to be for us seeing him become the hardened superhero that'll be the college trilogy (laughs) so because in most comics he's in college is he supposed is there supposed to be another three movies of spider-man there's going to be, yeah. Whack. He's quote unquote not signed on, but. He's obviously going to do it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He signed on for like, um, I think a Venom movie or something. What? Or Venom's going to be in the next trilogy. I mean, Thor's getting a new trilogy, basically. <sighs> you know? I'm so over it. <laughs> this is fair. I'm I'm intrigued by a lot of the Disney Plus shows coming out. Yeah, I agree. Just I want to quickly just say it really 
because Spider-Man, the second movie, was the first one directly after Endgame. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like a lot of the movies that we've seen so far post-Endgame have all been, like, filler, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the main plot for this next part of the MCU is supposed to be. Because every time one comes out, everyone's like, oh, my God, this really sets up the next phase. And it's like, no, I don't think so. There's absolutely no through line here. Um, And so it was a really big shock to me to realize that this was the second Spider-Man movie post-Endgame. It's like, wow, we're not still set. We're actually supposed to be in this. Well, this was moved forward. That's right. COVID pushed back Doctor Strange 2 and stuff and Thor Yeah, and that. that's right. It was meant to be after them, but it got pulled forward. But um, Which is interesting. It is interesting. But I think this phase, phase four, is the multiverse phase. Right. That actually makes sense, I guess. So it'll be about the multiverse. And then I think... Whenever that's It'll mostly be wrapped up in um, Ant-Man 3. When does that come out? 2023. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that Ant-Man 3 is meant to wrap up the multiverse story by... Because Kang the Conqueror is one of the main characters in it. Right. From Loki. Right. The guy who controlled the timelines. Oh, okay. His, vari- his evil variant. Right. Is the big bad of this phase. Okay. And he's the main character in Ant-Man 3. I see. But I guess... What introduced it? Loki introduced the multiverse. The timelines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then... What movie's been since? Eternals, Shang-Chi. Yeah, Black so Widow. Loki introduced the multiverse and then Spider-Man's meant to break it even more. Yeah. By bringing in all that shit. And then Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is meant to completely let it loose. Right. And then I believe Airman 3 is meant to... Whatever team-up movie, I guess, it is after that, maybe. What do you think... I don't. ...is supposed to be the end here of marvel in general i mean like i think their goal is to not have an end that's fucked up i think in 20 years time it's going to be an entirely different set of actors yeah in an event like a completely different set of um stories i think it'll probably eventually uh there'll be some cataclysmic multiversal event that resets the timeline so that they can redo all the original avenger movies and stuff in like 60 years 50 years whatever you know that's stupid. Yeah, I don't think they plan on ending. I don't like that. I'm like excited t- to see what the next version of the Avengers looks like. Whether or not it's at all entertaining or not, we'll see. Yeah. But I am keen to see who's in it, who runs it, and all that shit. I guess. Like, in a vague kind of way, I agree. But, ew. You know, like, wrap it up. You don't see TV shows don't just go on indefinitely. They have to end. Unless it grows anatomy, that goes on indefinitely. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, most of my intrigue for this phase is purely, like you said, it's about well, what is going to happen post-Endgame. Yeah. like We still don't know. <laughs> I guess I have a feeling that a lot of my interest in this stuff is going to wean off once the next team-up movie comes about. Yeah. Comes about. Because I think I just don't – I want to know what if the Avengers are still a thing. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that they have done really well – is that they introduce the new set of characters in the movies of the old characters. Mm-hmm. So by the time the old characters are gone, you're invested in the new set of characters and you're like, okay, I guess yeah. I'll go see their solo movies or their new set of Avengers because I already know these 
Like if they just like killed all of the Avengers off in one movie and then the next movie was like, these are the new people, no one would go see it. Yeah. So I mean, they, got, they killed three. You know what I mean though? I do know what you mean. Like all of, because we've already. And then it, they introduced new actors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like when they've killed off three of the Avengers, except we already know 60 other characters and they're kind of continuing on this yeah. phase and are going to be replaced like slowly, if that makes sense. Yes. So Yeah. Like smart, but also damn you! I just don't want to keep watching. <laughs> Fair, um, cute, fresh, fun. Let's okay. Let's we'll wrap stop. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you gonna watch Doctor Who? Probably, because I've I've been finished season one in a week, <laughs> which for me, thirteen hour episodes is pretty big, and I've seen it before. One episode is thirteen hours, is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I haven't watched it in probably 10 years almost. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really fun. If you just look past yeah. the bad CGI and <laughs> the storytelling is really fantastic. You said that, I think it was a few weeks ago that you, you said that you had started to rewatch it. Mm. Um, yeah, I should. You're right. I know I should. I anyway, you, you oh, got okay. your what the fuck of the week because I got mine. Okay, well, my what the fuck of the week this week <laughs> yeah, right. is Scott Morrison saying he's never lied in public. Iconic! That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Literally every politician ever's like, mm, you sure? <laughs> Lol. You want to fact check that? Because I think that was a lie. <laughs> I just, the absolute audacity, the absolute buffoonery, foolery, and fuckery. Truly. Honestly, Scott Morrison, did you see that clip of him? Uh, I think it was in Glasgow at the climate summit and yeah. he accidentally, he said, oh fuck, what did he say? He said something like, it's so nice to see that all of the countries in the world are uniting against China, I mean, climate <gasps> change. It was like, excuse That's me? <laughs> right? He pissed off so many fucking countries at that he fucking really Glasgow, Glasgow summit. He did. But the fact that he was like, it's just not in the Australian way to move away from coal. It's like, what are you talking about? Literally. <laughs> You're just idiot. making shit up. Not only does coal not have anything to do with the Australian way, because let's be real, it's that's a new thing. Yeah, the Australian way is a new thing. Coal, I meant. I was like, going to say me. also their concept of the Australian way, because the real Australian way is yeah. First Nations peoples well, and their culture. Yeah, exactly. There's that. And then there's also the layer of it's like, no, there's a pretty significant percentage of the population it who doesn't want coal. That, yeah, wants to move away from mining and stuff. So, like, half the population. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't think you have a very good concept of the Australian way. Unless, yeah. like, who even. Ugh. And apparently we're moving into the nuclear age. Nuclear age. I think we should have moved away from that 30 fucking years ago. Well, now it's like apparently we're getting multiple nuclear plants along with France and America. What the fuck? And apparently they're even safer than a lot of other energy sources. Oh, of course. But it still stresses me out because I think, well, as soon as there's an earthquake, we're all going to die from radiation. It's really, they're, yeah, mm, I think they're just a Although I'm even more against nuclear submarines because they leak... They didn't get dinged and leak a little. That mm. entire portion of the ocean is fucked up for like, what Never. is it, 20 years? I think it's longer than that. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's just all around. I'm sorry, I'm clinging onto yours now. I'm getting really. That's okay. This is Can you, what the fuck are the week being nuclear? Yeah, sure. I think me. it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, 
I don't know what, why, why are they trying to sell this story? It's like we, there's hydrogen firstly, hydrogen power, way safer. Mm. Hydrogen is unlimited. Like that's, let's get into that. Secondly, oh my God. Okay, wait, did you see, there was maybe, I don't know who said it. I think it might've been an American politician, but I don't know if that's true. Mm. Um, Someone was like talking about solar panels and they were like, that's not an effective way to have, to create energy yeah. because what happens on a rainy day? And it's like it's not how it works. Yeah, do you do you not know what batteries storage? do? Yeah, <laughs> it's really fucked idiots. up. Yeah, idiots. It's like and there's so much of Australian, there's so much land. If they're gonna use all this land for mining, they might as well just put fucking solar panels down. It will be right. Like what? And Ugh. one of the big arguments against solar panels is the maintenance is insane. Oh my god, because they have to be constantly cleaned off cleaned, the panels and yeah. stuff. But like. Couldn't those jobs go to a lot of the coal Mine. people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. It's not – like, there's fucking so many uh, – Inconsistencies. Inconsistencies and avenues of um, uh, working it out, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's like they say that as if there's no maintenance that goes into mining. It's like right. – Bro, there's like you don't want your mind to collapse. So there's a yeah. lot of maintenance that goes yeah. into that. Oh god, oh god. It's just all of them just trying to sell us all a story that so many people believe because they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, okay, that's it. I Scared. really this is like the seventh time in a row that we've gotten on to a rant about climate change. Now what the fuck of the week? <laughs> well, well, it's our fucking future. <laughs> Truth. Truth. If I hear one more person, fuckers. From the boomer generation or whatever, saying they don't care about climate change or right. whatever, and I say, "But what about your children? Yeah. What about the grandchildren? Don't you want them to have a healthy future where they can breathe air and Live. not die of heat? Yeah, and or climate change or fucking yeah. cyclones in the middle of a place where there's not meant to be cyclones? Oh my god, we've had so many cyclones here. Can we just talk about that for a second? There was yeah. one at the Brisbane airport a couple of weeks ago. It's that like, was a tornado. What? Yeah, that's right, tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. How fucking scary! Terrifying, um, truly. Yeah, and it's like, don't you care about your children's generations and shit? Yeah. And they're like, I mean, no. <laughs> basically, that's basically what they say. They think we're just being hyperbolic, and I'm like, <laughs> you were not. <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> yeah. it's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, it goes back to fucking elder dynamics, and yeah. they're never gonna believe us anyway because we're young. Oh God. God, it's so – I was actually reading this thing the other day, um, which is going to kind of bring in a new topic here, but it was about <laughs> – it was it was a tweet, and it was like – it's so interesting when they talk about, um, like um, – there's actually so many topics in this one tweet. It was like, mm-hmm. it's so interesting when people say to young women, you need to take more responsibility for what you wear and how you have sex because if you get pregnant or get raped, that's your own – fault and um and they like so they're expecting young girls to have that level of responsibility over themselves blah 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 and then they're like but whenever girls young people in general do take on the responsibility of being like okay well what about climate change what about blah 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 Mm. no one listens to them because they're like you're just a teenager it's like what look at credit Tunberg. Yeah, exactly. Like again, that was a very. Uh, there's a lot of topics in that tweet. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. No, but I completely like get point. what you mean. Yeah, they're counterintuitive. Yeah, exactly. They're, that entire they're... generation specifically 
the boomers, I would say, are very counterintuitive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Take responsibility for what you wear and yeah. this stuff, it's your fault anyway. Yeah, act like an adult. But also don't have an opinion on anything else. <laughs> yeah, because you're not an adult. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Oof. Yeah, what? What? <sighs> Literally. Anyway. Everyone just... <laughs> Stop Research who you're going to vote for. Oh, yeah, that too. Whenever there's an election, <laughs> just do... It's, it's hard to fucking say do research these days because it's like, yeah. is this person going to go on a wormhole down fucking... Yeah, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook Conspiracy mums. theory right-wing yeah. bullshit that doesn't, like... Uh, whatever. Also, if I could just add in here, please have a basic understanding of the way that the Australian voting system works because it's different to the way the American system works. It's if you true. vote for the democrats in america like your that's what your vote goes to and that's that's that who no matter who mm-hmm. wins but in australia it's different if you vote for greens number 1 mm-hmm. and liberal looks like they're winning your greens votes will then go to the second your second option which is likely to be labor yeah which could mean that labor wins Swing, even yeah, exactly. if they don't yeah so like just saying you can vote Greens, number one, exactly. and that doesn't mean the Liberals are going to get in because you've wasted your vote because you it haven't does, wasted yes, your exactly. vote. Yeah. It's not the way it works. Um, and don't, yeah, please don't just put the rest, put your number one choice as Greens yes. and then do random for the yeah, rest. Yeah, they throw those votes out. Like, oh. No, number oh. one is Greens and then just oh, put whatever yeah, yeah, in yeah, the next what, Okay, yeah, that too. That just too. like vote randomly for I the rest. I thought you meant like, I thought you were going to say you don't. Don't put it in. Yeah. Don't put anything in. Yeah, yeah. they throw those out. Yeah. So, yeah, That's it. Okay. <laughs> that was a really intense 10 minutes. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Uh, where can people find you? Oh, fuck. I was going to say bye. <laughs> Just going to end the recording. <laughs> Lady Alice 101, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Um, no. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, that's it. Is it? And then Harness Creation. Yeah, Harness Creation, Instagram, TikTok. That's TikTok. what it was. Uh, yeah, Instagram, TikTok. Instagram, TikTok. I guess there is a YouTube. Facebook. Oh, there's a Facebook. Book a session here. Oh, yeah. At Harness Creation um, and also Prop, K- Prop HQ now. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Oh, my God. That goes off. Just as see well. some cute photos taken at Harness Creation. That's true. That's accurate. Oh, my God. Wow. Everything's just all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicholas. If you want to follow the pod, pod. you can at WTFIH Podcast. On Instagram and Twitter. Again, I haven't posted in two weeks, but I'll get back on that. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> uh, and we YouTube. speak about on here about how our, tw- uh, our your Instagram posts were liked by Housewives and then also by we did the evil lady. The evil lady. Wow. Christine Lakey. Well, I, I have to watch that name. too. Um, Sorry it's all to interrupt. And, and all of um, the, the, uh, the Dan Brown, the lost symbol is out now as of Friday. King. So you can binge watch both. Love that. Fucking perfect. So I'm going to do this week. I'm going away. I'm going away. So yeah, for a couple of days. I'll tell you about it afterwards. <laughs> anyway, um, and if you want to follow me on Twitter or TikTok, and I see underscore sushi. As usual, all the links are down below. What we talked about is down below. We didn't really get through a crazy amount today, but that's how we like it. Yeah, well, we, we like talked to go a lot in about depth. Taylor Swift. So we did. <laughs> we I'll, link, I'll, I'll link to some, uh, the short film and stuff anyway, and the Saturday Night Live performance. Oh my god. Love that. Okay. okay, anyway, sorry. Bye. Bye. Thanks Thank you so for listening, listening to What, what the, the Fuck, fuck is, is Happening, the podcast. podcast. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.